Chai El is a um, bunch of stuff happened in Chai El. It's uh, Baal Shanta's uh, birthday. That's what they say. Yeah, I'm recording. Sorry? Yurts of the Maral. Baal Tanya's birthday too. It's a big day. So we have to think about this. What's the Hashgacha Pratis that the Baal Shanta, not only was it his birthday, it was also the day that he was Megala himself when he, I think he was 36. That's when he sort of publicized who he was and began teaching Chesidus in a very strong way. So it was also Chai El. So to think about that. Why Chai Elul? So this, we know that um, this Kufa during Elul all the way, obviously to Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, it's a time of tshuva. So much so that the Rambam, for example, records that if a person, you know, tshuva is always good. Tshuva always works throughout the course of the year. But this time in particular, there's a very, very strong, unique kayach of tshuva. And if a person passes through this time without connecting to that level of tshuva, it's a little bit of a chaval, you know? So that's the question we have to figure out, is that what is unique to the tshuva of now as opposed to the tshuva of the rest of the year? Why, you know, how is it quantitatively different? In what way is the tshuva of Elul different than the tshuva of the rest of the year? So, let me show you a few, uh, it's a quick idea, but it's not a simple one. So in Parshas and Sovim, this is Parsha, so all the way at the end, I noticed this, you know, during davening, I was thinking that the Pazik says like this, Re'in esati l'fenech hayam, is Moshe Rabbeinu after this whole shmuz, all Parshas and Tzavim is talking about the mitzvah of tshuva and the promise that eventually we will do tshuva. And the Moshe Benu talks about this mitzvah of tshuva, like v'shamayim, it's not so difficult, you can do it, and so on. And then he says like this, Rein Behold, I've, put, I've placed before you today, as a chayim, as a taif, life and good, and death and bad. So good and bad, and life and death. And he goes on. And he says... <coughs> So I've placed before you again two options. You have life and good on one side, death and bad on the other. Choose life. Choose life. And he says, that you and your children should live and so on. All right, so here there's a simple question. Okay, life and good on one side, death and bad on the other side. Choose life and good. Why does he not talk about good? Choose life, okay, that's true. But one of the two things on this side. Right? Again, he's giving you two options, life and death, okay, choose life, but also good and bad. And he's, he, why doesn't he theorize? Why doesn't he say, choose good? Why only Yobachar to Bechayim? So it's like this. There are two madrigas of tshuva. It's a very important yisai. There's two types of tshuva. There's the tshuva that is done, there's a tshuva that's done by tzaddikim. There's a tzaddik dika tshuva. And then there is a balchuva de kachuva. What does that mean? Why does a tzaddik do tshuva? Let's put it this way. One reason to do tshuva is because a tzaddik wants to do the right thing. A person wants to do the right thing. A person is going through life and doing things that are you know, destructive, doing things that are negative, that are terrible. 
the, the, the human being is created with a sort of a, a little bit of a moral compass. They want to do the right thing. They want to do the right thing. That's, that's a tshuva for the rest of the year. It's good. It's good. That's called choosing good. But that's not what the Rabbanu Shalom wants us to do right now. There's a much deeper level of tshuva, which is that I don't want to do tshuva because it's the right thing to do. I don't want to go back to the Rabbanu Shalom because it's, just, it's, it's right versus wrong. When it's right versus wrong, that, that, that type of choice of doing something because it's right versus something else because it's wrong, it's built on some sort of, it's built on assumptions. The assumption is, well, I want to do the right thing. Why do you want to do the right thing? Well, maybe because it's good for me long term. Maybe it's good for other people long term. There's all sorts of side chashvainas and side motivations that will push you to choose what's good. Real tshuva is that I'm choosing to return to the Rabbanu not because it's good, but because that's life itself. When the Rabbanu is saying over here, you have life and good on one side, and death and evil on the other, the Rabbanu is saying, and I want you to go in the path of the, uh, my path, the path of Torah, not because it's good. That's, uh, that's not the real mitzvah of tshuva. The real mitzvah of tshuva is bechar to bechayim, to choose life itself. Tshuva means, the real pnimis of tshuva is a Jew finding within oneself a desire to connect to being alive, not just to do the right thing, and to be yaitzeh, or not to be yaitzeh, to avoid Gehenna or, or even to get schar. It's about choosing, it's about connecting to, one, to, to that part of oneself that truly wants to be alive. The Zara, for example, says that the purpose of creation, it's an amazing thing, the Zara says one of the reasons of creation was lahachzer tzadikai b'kiyufta, was to turn tzadikim into bali tshuva. To turn tzadikim into bali tshuva. What did tzaddikim, what are they doing wrong that they need tshuva for? The answer is, tzaddikim do good because it's good, because it's the right thing to do. That's not enough. But the Rabbanu wants tzaddikim even to do the right thing because that's what it means to be alive, Pasha. When a person, when, when a person falls and makes a mistake and sort of, you know, crashes down, the, 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 the fact that he is then motivated to go back up should not be because, well, now it's just the right thing to do, and, you know, it's because the person should feel and sense that without the Rabbanu Shalom, life is, there is no life. There is no life. That's what tshuva really is. So if you take a look at the piece, uh, the Marmukha that you have in front of you, there's a copy from Arisat Shuvah. It's just a small little paragraph, we'll learn it together. Rav Kook is explaining over here what tshuva is. And he says like this, again, piece number one, this is in the fifth, uh, the, the sixth parak. Mimamakim ba tshuva. Tshuva comes from a very deep place. Tshuva comes from a very deep place. Tshuva doesn't come from just sort of the, uh, a cerebral part of a person or that part of a person that wants to just, you know, wants to do the right thing or whatever. It's coming from a much deeper place. Tshuva really comes from that part of the soul that feels itself as part of this much bigger organism called the universe. The part of the, the, what's really motivating tshuva is the, is the nefesh, is the soul that, that feels that it, that it hasn't really tasted being alive yet. That's what's really motivating tshuva. When a person goes through life in, in, in a very, very small way, like, like for example, if you have a, if a person who's extremely talented, right? Whatever the talent might be, uh, he's artistic, he's uh, poetic, he's he's brilliant, he's musical, whatever the case may be, and he's put in a particular situation in life where he's not able to express those kachas. The person is going to, if they're able to articulate it, they would say that I, I'm not even alive. I'm not alive. It's not the shot that, 
Like, so why, why, you ask the person, why do you want to get out of your prison and to uh, be able to express your music talent? The, per, the person's going to say, why? Because, well, since the Rabbani Shalom gave me that musical talent, therefore it must be the right thing for me to do, that's why I want to do it. That's not the reason. The reason is because the person feels, if I don't express myself in this way, I'm not alive. That's what tshuva is. Tshuva is that if I don't allow myself to connect to something deeper, then I'm partially not alive. It's not the pshat that I'm doing the wrong thing. That's a, that's a very small element of tshuva. That's the tshuva throughout the course of the year. The tshuva of this tkufa of El Yom Neroim is chai El. That's why it's davke chai El is the day where the Baal Shem revealed himself. Tarasah Hasidis is all about giving the Jewish people a taste of what it means to be alive with Yiddishkeit. That's what Hasidus is about. Therefore, Dr. the Baal Shem Tov started revealing his Torah, not just in the month of El, but the day of Chai El. Because what's that, what that means is, what that's telling us is that the essence of El itself, the essence of the entire Tkufa is Chai. is a Bechar to Bechayim. Not just to do the right thing and to stop doing Averis because it's not the right thing to do. Of course it's not the right thing to do, but it's much more than that. If I don't stop doing this Averis, if I don't, if I don't grow, if I don't connect to something deeper, then I'm is not alive. There's a part of me that's just in prison, that's stuck somewhere, and I, I don't feel part of, 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 of this. I, I'm not allowing myself to really be in touch with that bigger part of me. That's what tshuva is. He says, Tshuva is that part of the nefesh that feels very strongly that it's part of this like collective, uh, you know, this collective uh, reality. And if I don't allow myself to feel that and to allow that sort of big part of who I am to express itself, I'm Pasha dead. I'm Pasha dead. Harotzin shel tshuva, he says, Harotzin shel tshuva negea baratzin hailami. The desire to do tshuva is connected with the desire of a person to be part of the world, to be part of life, to be part of the world. The mekayr ha'elyan in its most elevated state. The kivan shazerem ha'kavir shel shetaf ha'chaim ha'ritzayinim. And once the flow of that desire of being alive Right? begins, to, uh, begins to, to flow out. So automatically the person is then drawn to do good things. It, but it's, it's not because he wants to do good necessarily, because he wants to be able to say, I'm doing the right thing. I, I want to be alive, and I feel that this is what gives me life. And then immediately all these rivers, these great rivers of life begin to flow. With all, you know, with, you know, with boundless amounts of, of good to, to reveal that which is good. And to do good for himself, to do good for others. Of course the good comes from that. Of course you end up going to do good, but the motivation is because because I want to be alive. And he goes on, if you, if you skip to the next paragraph. So he says, Tshuva comes from a deep a shifa, a desire, a longing within reality to become better, to become more clear, to, to grow, to evolve. It's, it's part of being alive is to, is to move forward. That's part of being alive. It's one of the, na- one of the most basic instincts of all reality is to evolve, is to, is to go weiter, is to expand, is to grow. To become better and more edel than, than what the person was until now. Within that desire of growing, of expanding, of becoming, of, of, of sort of uh, becoming more of yourself, so to speak. Contained within that desire is the power of life to transcend your limitations. 
That's what tshuva is, to transcend your limitations. But what's driving that cannot be uh, the, the cerebral decision of just doing the right thing, because then that's not going to give you a limitless ability. It's not going to get, give you the strength to break through all those gvulim. What gives you the strength to break through all those gvulim is if a person feels, if a person's in survival mode. You know what I'm saying? Like when, you, when a person's life is in danger, then you, know, then you could do things that otherwise you wouldn't think possible. Right, so Yerila Tzarkhli is that way. A person falls to such a place where they feel that their very life is, is, is in danger, then they could push back and Mamish become someone that they never even imagined they were. That's what the Kaych of Tshuva is. But if, is, if it's Tshuva of, of Obacharta Batoyv, of choosing good versus evil, that's, not, that's going to correct your mistake. That's not going to get you to that, to that place of transcendent, reality of I am a bigger person than I ever thought I was. That's not going to do it. A person has to choose life in order for that to happen. And again, that, so the Rabbani Shalom gave us a key, an ability to do this, not just during this time, but that's what, that's what Pnimi Satar, that's what Hasidus, that's what, that's what uh, getting connected to a deeper element of Torah is all about. Chayel, the Valshanta, the Valtani, and so on, the Maral. It's all about trying to give Yidin a taste of what true life is. And that's the Nakuda. Once a Jew tastes what it means to be alive, then you don't have to explain anything more. If it's a matter of good versus bad, then it's like, then, then you keep on have to explaining and explaining and explaining. Yid, you know, you should, you should keep Shabbos. Why? Well, because X, Y, Z. And you should this, X, Y, Z. Everything needs explanation. But once you, but if your person is, is basically almost dead, and all you do is give them a little taste of what it means to be alive, then of course they're going to run. They're going to run to it. It's like a like a like a horse to water. They'll be drawn to life. That's natural. It's normal. V'chat v'chaim is a mitzias. All they have to do is to be is to be given that glimpse of that. By the way, until now you've been mamish dead, and you have the opportunity with tyrant and avoda in a real way to experience being alive. And once they realize is that wow, taka. Of course I want to be alive. And then they they realize they had kaiches much greater kaiches than they ever could possibly have imagined. Exactly, exactly. That goes back to that's Mamish the Nakuda. So you have the two, two options, right? Eitzachayim, life, or knowledge. Knowledge means good and bad. The mistake was, instead of choosing life, he chose good. Because when he ate from that tree, he wasn't choosing bad, he was choosing good. But that's the difference. Once you choose good and not life, it means you're already dead. It means you're already dead. The Ikra Vait of, of the Adam Rishon is exactly Ari with the Mamash the Nakuda. He should have eaten from the tree of life. The two trees are called Eitzachayim and Eitzah... Eitzah Das That's exactly the Nakuda. Wow. That was the mistake. That's why, you know, the Svarim bring down the Riyak Kaddish that he should have... Yeah. No, it's Mamash the Gavad the Gavart. He should have waited till Shabbos. And then he would have been able to eat from the Eitzah Das. Because Shabbos, Shabbos is itself Eitzah Das. You know, Shabbos is that time where the Rebbe Shalom gives us a taste of Mamash being alive. That's why Shabbos is so connected to tshuva, but, 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 a, a, but a, a life to get tshuva. So Shabbos is Rosh Tevis, Shabbos Boy Tasha. Shabbos is a time of tshuva. But the tshuva of, of Shabbos versus the tshuva of the six days of the week is this difference. The tshuva of the six days of the week is choosing good versus bad. The tshuva of Shabbos is choosing life itself. It's life itself. It's Mamash Eitzachai. That's why it keeps the Right, because that's exactly it. When you keep two Shabbosim, it's the Tikkun of the Eitzadas. It's Mashal Tikkun of the Eitzadas, because you're, you're, you, that's, that's choosing the Eitzachayim. It's choosing the Eitzachayim. No, that's the avoid of this time. So that's, that's why tshuva is, it's a funny thing, because there's always two angles, right? You could go, one angle of tshuva is fixing details. Fixing mm-hmm. details. I'm going to fix this, I'm going to fix this, I'm going to fix that. And that's gavaldic, that's necessary, for sure. But very often that's 
there's, there's a, a, a more holistic approach, which is to experience life, to taste life. And a person tastes life, then automatically all the pratim are taken care of. All the pratim are taken care of. You know, we have to choose from Eitzachayim. We have to eat from Eitzachayim. That's why it's not a coincidence that the Iker Sefer and Pnimis from Ruchayim Vital is called Eitzachayim. It's called Eitzachayim because it's through Pnimis And again, when I say Pnimis for some people it's Mamish Kabbalah, but it means a Pnimis Tekavayda. Pnimis Tekavayda, Chesid Maral and Chesidus or Nefeshachayim, the Gra, whatever it is, something deeper, something to learn deeper ideas, to experience deeper Yiddishkeit. When a person has that, that's tasting life itself. And then automatically, you're doing tshuva in, in an eldika way. That's chai el. Do Hashem Shadal. Which means like each and every one of us. To to mamish ubechar to bechayim. Bechar to bechayim. I'm giving up my shul. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.